Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include servicing values, my interview with first-time homebuyer Marie Chrisman on going through the loan process to become a homeowner, and what could reduce volatility in the bond market. Thank you to Active Comply for sponsoring today's podcast. Active Comply, making social media monitoring simpler, more compliant, and at a lower cost. Active Comply's cloud-based solution for mortgage lenders, banks, and credit unions helps them engage with social media safely to meet compliance and archival requirements. Easily find and monitor loan officers on 10 social media sites, including TikTok, from one unified platform. Scan images like cover photos for trigger terms and licensing information. Find inappropriate language or political terms to protect your brand image. Schedule a 30-minute demo or request a free social media compliance report at activecomply.com. Hundreds of billions of dollars of servicing are being bought and sold out there. With Freddie and Fannie servicing trading at a 5-to-1 multiple, or mid-threes for Ginny servicing, given current rates versus where servicing portfolios are, servicers are tapping into this source of capital instead of letting it sit on their balance sheet. Think of it as a savings account for a lender that retains servicing. With revenues dipping, the cash from a servicing sale can come in handy. Meanwhile, lenders and loan originators are being asked, are you trying to win or just trying not to lose? Investors and lenders are sharpening their pricing pencils for purchases at the expense of refis. Webinars abound about how MLOs and their parent lenders should go after the purchase business. It'll be a dogfight out there, at least for a new home business, much of which goes to builders' lenders. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome on to the show my sister, Marie Chrisman, to talk about her experience going through the loan process as a first-time homebuyer. She does say the phrase, my dad, so many times I thought it was just her dad and not our dad. But aside from that, it's always nice to talk to your siblings. How should we introduce you? New homeowner, Chrisman LLC employee, Marie Chrisman. Seventh grade teacher. Seventh Don't grade forget. teacher. Don't disclose my location. Oh, okay. Seventh grade teacher, can I say in Marin County, California? Yeah. <laughs> and you just bought a house in Marin County, California. How long had you had dreams of home ownership? Hmm. My dreams of home ownership started probably a few years before that, and I didn't know where I wanted to buy a house. I knew I just wanted to buy one. And the search started to get honed in on in Marin. And things kind of just fell into place after that. It's not, I mean, I don't know how it is for everyone buying a house, but you're not in it by yourself. And there are a lot of people that are involved and a lot of decisions and a lot of factors. So just as things went along, this house kind of worked itself out. What was your expectation for the process of getting a loan and how did that compare to actually getting a loan? I kind of asked questions to my dad and my stepmom about getting a loan and we crunched some numbers and figured out what type of loan I could afford and then applied for pretty much the, that amount. Um, but I, I really couldn't have done it without help because 
going into it blind, I didn't know, okay, this is how much um, a monthly payment I should have. And I shouldn't be paying more than that, or I would get myself into some trouble. So it, it required a lot of help along the way. What have you told your friends about the process of getting a loan? Has anybody asked you anything? No one has asked me, actually. I think everyone's just more surprised that I actually own a house at this point. They just, they kind of say congratulations and no one's asked me about the nitty gritty details yet. And I think that's because a lot of my friends aren't at that place in their life. A lot of them are still renting and, and don't have any questions about home ownership yet. What do you think you would tell them if anybody asked? What would their question be? What should I know before applying for a loan or what do you wish you know going into the process that you didn't know? I would just say definitely get help from people that do know more about it than you do. Like I couldn't have done it without um, my dad, obviously knowing so much about the business and then his friends owning mortgage banking companies and then them connecting me with proper loan officers and things like that. So I think a lot of people have heard this before in the business. It's about who you know and and that really goes a long way in, in helping you throughout the process. Yeah, a good loan officer or real estate agent should make the process easy on their client. How did you ultimately decide uh, what loan officer to go with or what company to go with? Am, am I allowed to talk about names or no? Yeah, sure. Okay. So um, one of my dad's good friends, Brett McGovern, who um, is the owner of Bay Equity, I've met him a few times in town, just like having lunch or dinner with my dad. And so I got to know him and my dad recommended um, working with him. And he's also kind of now my neighbor. He's in the same neighborhood, which is really nice. So that also went a long way with building trust. Um, and then he just put me in contact with his best loan officer and she just did a really good job at um, helping me throughout the process and being really communicative and and clear on what I needed to upload, what I needed to get her and and how to continue moving forward with the process. So you didn't care to shop around for uh, a potentially lower rate, no? No, I, I, I put a lot of <laughs> faith and trust and confidence in my dad. And I just kind of, whenever he said, you know, oh, let's wait a couple of days and the rate went down and I trusted him when he said, lock this rate, this is as good as you're going to get for the time being and, and go with this. And yeah, just, I trusted that. How would you describe the process? Easy? Painful? No. <laughs> It was a very long, arduous process, but I think it's also dependent on the property that you're buying because we had a lot of little things that needed to fall into place based on timing because the um, house that I was getting a loan on needed um, a certain number of renovations first, but those needed to clear before the inspection and that needed to clear before my loan got approved. So it was like all these moving pieces with different due dates on each one, but they needed to be done in a specific order. So it was, 
it was very stressful and it was a long process. Do you think that the people you were working with or that were supposed to be helping you could have done anything to make it less stressful? I think overall, I, I worked with really good people during it. I think that um, just communication is key with everything. So in the event that you would like to buy another house later on, whether that's a second home or maybe a different primary residence, I know you're very happy with your house, but would you would you go about anything differently? I've gotten myself in sticky situations before with thinking I could afford a certain place and having then like cut into my savings account and that's not financially wise at all. So where I am right now, I feel extremely financially stable. But if I were to move to say a bigger house, which is an option down the line, um, I really want to make sure that I can make those monthly payments. I can pay for taxes and insurance and um, everything that comes along with it. You know, those added expenses of, oh, I want to put a hot tub on the patio or, or whatever that may be. You need to be ready for that and still have a lot of cushion and wiggle room. So the next time I come over, there'll be a hot tub on the patio? <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> I guess I'd add add and say, I think that's the biggest thing that I would tell my friends. Uh, if Just because you can afford a certain house doesn't mean that, that you should maximize purchase price because there are all these monthly expenses. Or even before that, there's a lot of closing costs that people don't think about. And I think obviously mortgage companies are better than they were back in 2006 in terms of the loans they're giving out. But I I think that not stretching your financial means and still getting in a house that you really like is is a much better decision than trying to maximize uh, your purchasing power. You agree? I really agree because the, the bigger house or the shinier object is definitely more tempting, but being where I am now and feeling financially very secure goes just leaps and bounds ahead of, oh, I have this really nice place, but now I'm stretched way too thin and I have to worry about going to the grocery store or whatever that may be. So, but like I said earlier, I couldn't have done that without help. So people along the way helping you is instrumental if they're knowledgeable about here's the kind of monthly payment you could be making. Don't forget about your taxes and insurance and everything else. All right, let's flip the script. Anything you would like to ask me about mortgage banking or the podcast or what I had for dinner or... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, all the above. And... Um, what do you, well, what do you, what's the question? <laughs> what'd you have for dinner? I had a... Uh, a salmon fillet over a bed of quinoa with some uh, fried chickpeas. Wow, nice. And what about the greens? Uh, arugula with a little vinaigrette. Oh, lovely. Yes. Okay, um, but I was wondering if any mortgage banking conferences were coming up for you. Uh, there's, there's always mortgage banking conferences. Uh, I will likely be going to the 
MCT Exchange at the start of March in San Diego. I will likely be going to uh, the annual in New York in May, and and then eventually the the Western Secondary later in the summer. I I don't go to as many conferences as Dad. Mm-hmm. I he he likes to uh, schmooze, and I like to do my own thing. I like to schmooze too. (laughs) And my last question would be any, any properties on the horizon for you? Uh, I'm still torn about where I want to live. I'm enjoying being a Nevada resident and not paying state income tax. Uh, Although I do have my eyes on a couple properties in Sonoma County. Mm. Uh, Just how close to the ocean do I want to be? Because it seems like it would uh, anything inland is ripe for burning, and it's also hard to get in fire insurance and that sort of stuff. I also think that we are missing the the big time city spot from the Chrisman real estate portfolio, and I'm I'm bummed that the condo I tried to buy in New York City fell through last summer. So I'd consider I'd still consider buying somewhere in New York City, probably lower mm-hmm. Lower East Side, Manhattan. Yeah, maybe with a little more freedom than somewhere that's run by a just a select few. You mean a co-op? Yeah. Yeah. A condo a condo is much better than a co-op when it comes to freedoms. Yeah. Any other questions? No, oh, congratulations on all the podcast sponsorships and being booked up for all of twenty twenty two already. Thank you. I know I didn't. Maybe I didn't raise prices enough. I need to jack them up again. That's a big deal. Yeah, and uh, thank you for all your help uh, doing the billing and, and tracking down uh, the payments from these companies. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Well, this week will be headlined by the jobs report on Friday, and the big question facing markets is how aggressively the Fed will act to fight inflation. Real rates, current rates versus the inflation rate, are still very negative. At the end of 2021, the March FOMC meeting was considered a toss-up between no change and a 25 basis point rate hike. Current expectations are now forecasting five rate hikes this year, including a 100% chance of a 25 basis point hike and a 20% chance of a 50 basis point hike at the March meeting. Volatility in the bond market will likely persist until the market and the Fed get on the same page in terms of interest rate expectations. The biggest banks are at odds over how fast and far the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates after Chair Powell signaled it could be more aggressive than previously anticipated. Atlanta Fed President Bostich said that a 50 basis point increase is not the preferred policy action. Meanwhile, Kansas City Fed President George said that gradual rate rises are always preferred, but the central bank must act on high inflation. Today's economic calendar has second-tier numbers with little market-moving likelihood. Redbook same-store sales, market manufacturing PMI, ISM manufacturing PMI, construction spending, and jolts job openings are all due out later this morning. The New York Fed desk will conduct two MBS purchase operations for up to $3.4 billion in conventionals, and will also purchase up to $1.2 billion of 7.5 to 30-year tips. We begin Tuesday with agency MBS prices better by a solid eighth and the 10-year yielding 1.73 after closing yesterday at 1.78%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Next time you're feeling down, remember that life is all about perspective. 
I have a friend who has sex two to three times a day, exercises twice a day, reads two books a week, yet every day he complains about how much he hates prison. <laughs> Thanks again to today's sponsor, TMS. TMS Subservicing is a top 10 subservicer. As a former originator for years, TMS has the insight that's served them well in providing the customer service they're known for, the technology they've developed, and the products they've created. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.